0: Hello, everybody. Hi there. I'm so excited.
1: <laughs> this is Annie. And this is Rachel. Hey.
0: <laughs> so welcome to our first episode. Today, we will be talking about Disneyland closing and how it affected people and Shanghai reopening and then just our overall opinions on the parks and stuff. So that's exciting. Yay. Let's talk about sad things I know. like parks like, closing. Like, Yay,
1: Disneyland closed. Woohoo. Yeah, let's start off this podcast with something cheerful. I literally got my pass back like a month or two prior to it closing. Let's go.
0: (laughs) So there's actually a lot of different payment options. Are you pushing back
1: your expiration date? I Yes. Which I actually like, I'm glad you brought that up. I did want to talk about this because I don't feel like Disney – advertise mm-hmm. that that was like an option or like explain that very well and I was actually watching a YouTube video that explained that whole thing and that's why I understood it but the email was weird and it the email did not go about how to extend your expiration date very well. Do you feel
0: differently? No I actually feel the same okay, way. Yeah. Um, so that was like the first thing I took notes about yeah. was I went on and I looked at all my old emails They basically only send you what you need. So I only got information in my email about monthly payments. Um, But online, they had information on like just Disneyland.com. They had information about monthly payments and whether or not you paid in full, as well as like if you had a ticket. But basically, they kind of explained it and like gave you options. They said on April 5th, they stopped doing all of the monthly payments Mm -hmm. and either you can let your pass just expire when it's supposed to expire, which is what I'm doing right now, or you can do what you did, which is not pay until the parks reopen, right? And then you pay monthly after that and it just pushes back your expiration date.
1: Yeah. And I will say that once I called, the girl who I talked to on the phone was super knowledgeable about it and super helpful. So that was like relieving that who I was talking to knew what she was doing because I sure as heck didn't. But I did end up going with the route of extending my expiration date, mainly because I, when I bought my pass, I put down a larger down payment so that my monthly was going to be less. And because I did that, I was like, well, I don't want to have paid all that money already and then just like decrease the amount like I'm doing per month. Just to shorten that, I guess, because eventually the prices of the passes will go up. I don't know if they're going to go up next year because I don't feel like that would be smart in Disney's case. But I just wanted to hold on to, I guess, the price of my pass for as long as I can, you know? Yeah, and that's really
0: smart. If I weren't planning on moving, originally I was planning on just pushing it back. But because of, like, my supposed move that I might be making, I like it doesn't make sense for me to keep paying for a pass I'm not living (laughs) like next to the park for. So I like found the website and I like got their exact quote and they didn't really give you information on the expiration date being extended or like how much it'd be extended like after the park reopens, but they just said to request this alternative option, we ask that you contact this number and it was just annual passport member services, which I'm assuming is what you call Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And it's basically the same for kind of everything, including like tickets. It basically was like, you can do this option or this Uh option and if you want what is basically the better option you have
1: to call us and we'll get that all set. Totally. And I texted a couple of my friends who also have passes when this happened. And I was like, Hey, what are you guys doing? Like, do you know that this is a thing? Um, Just stuff like that. Right. And half of them didn't know anything. Like I was telling them like, you need to call if you want to extend your expiration date, whatever. So I wasn't too happy that their whole email system wasn't so great. You know, I, yeah, it, I mean, I definitely understand the games they're trying to play and I get it. It's all about the money and everything, but it's like, <laughs> come on, Disney, we're your loyal fans. Let's, uh. But how
0: would you have wanted them to do it otherwise? Because I feel like unless they had called us all
1: originally, that's all they had yeah. was like our address and our email address. I think just having a better written email about it. And then, I mean, I guess in a perfect world, I would have loved, I don't <laughs> I don't like talking to people so if I (laughs) I don't need to call somebody and I can just do it all online or like not talk to anybody that's what I want (laughs) so like in a perfect world I would have loved for like that just to have been an option on the website just to be like hey do you want to like keep your expiration date the same or do you want to extend it and it's just like that because I don't understand why that couldn't be a thing I don't know if they just didn't want to make it easily accessible or maybe like changing up the website was More difficult. Obviously, there's a lot of things I don't know, but in an ideal world, I would have loved that. But it really wasn't the worst thing.
0: I definitely think part of it too was that like Disney had no idea what they were going to do, which is kind of like totally if that's going to be a theme. Like a lot of like what I've written down was just Disney having no idea what they were doing, which no one really did. Like we didn't know how long we were going to have to stay at home. We didn't know how long parks were going to be closed they had no idea and we had no idea so like it's not really on them for not predicting yeah. the future and, yeah and we still um, don't know but I, yeah honestly but I think it would have been harder for them like I think it was a lot faster for them to just like send out a quick email rather than to like create an online system that people can edit their passes yeah. but like that's what I would have preferred like as a me wanting to be like user-friendly exactly. and not talk to people and make a couple clicks on my computer but So, I totally see, like, where they're coming from.
1: Well, another thing that I, I was worried about, and they proved me wrong, but how, like, a lot of, I guess, companies nowadays, like, they'll be like, we have so many calls going through, yours might take X amount of time, and you're waiting on the phone longer. So, I jumped onto calling Disney, like, the minute that I got that email, and I was like, terrified that I was going to be on the phone for hours like waiting and luckily it did not take that long I think I was maybe on the phone for like 20 to 30 minutes which was fine because I was just doing homework so I just had my phone sitting there but that was something I did fear and they proved me wrong so mm-hmm. hey they did they did
0: good yeah and they knew that was gonna happen too they did right on the website like every single place they had that phone number they said like we are, are planning to experience a lot of yeah. calls or I don't even know the wording they use but they did say like you could be on hold for a long time please be patient we're doing our yeah. best so I totally get that but honestly like I've had some phone calls not necessarily with Disney but just like with companies where I've been on the phone for just hours and hours and it's it's
1: really no totally. I mean I don't know if there was something that they could have done about the whole like online option or whatever I there's a lot of behind the scenes we obviously don't know but that was just one of those things where I'm like, that could have prevented the long phone call wait or whatever. So in an ideal world that we all that we all <laughs> knew what was going to happen, you know, but I think they, with what they had, I think they did a pretty good job.
0: Totally. And then um, for other pass holders, so if you're not like us and you weren't doing monthly, they also had two options for people who've paid in full. The first option was basically just the second option for the monthly pass. Um, your expiration date is going to be extended before the parks open. So as soon as they know when the parks open, they extend your expiration date. Mm-hmm. And then they said that that will be reflected on your account. So if you look online or in the app, it'll give you your new expiration date. And then if you call the same phone number, um, you can
1: call and request a partial refund based on how far you were in your pass and what pass you have. So I don't know if you know, but with the partial refund, are they going to refund like the amount money for those months that you're not going?
0: That's what I would assume. I'm like because it's partial yeah. and like obviously like I feel like a person who has a pass and they've paid it for eleven months and have one month is probably gonna get like maybe that month back or like half of that month yeah. back. And then like whereas a person who's gone for like two months and has ten months left might get like ten months or like half of ten months payment back yeah. or a fortune or
1: something like that. Because it's I mean it's definitely not going to be, like, a fair portion, probably. Like, it's not going to be, like, oh, you didn't go six months. Here's six months worth of money back. It, yeah, I could see it being, like, 50% yeah. of what you would be getting. Yeah. Interesting. At that point, I guess yeah. it's just how you're doing economically, you know? And, like, your finances. Because, right. yeah. Well, like, for me, like, if I were still... If I were planning on, like, living here for the next, like, six totally.
0: months, I would just totally keep my pass and be like, what? just expand the expiration date. Or I'd call and say like, hey, I want to move back in December. Yeah. Like, I would like for my expiration
1: date or my months to start back in December, January, if that's a thing they can do. But at this point, so we don't know when the parks are opening, right? And I don't mm-hmm. know if you have something more to say about this later, but I'm just going to bring up this right now. For a while, I kept hearing like, oh, people think June and whatever, and for the longest time i honestly like still think it's going to be fall but if you had known so what this happened in like march right mm-hmm. if you had known in march that the parks would open up in let's say september would you have done like the pass push back because you would still i mean i don't know how much time you have left on your on your pass anyway but, like, if you, like, say you had, like, eight more months left and there were only, like, four of those months that you weren't going to be here, would you have done that instead?
0: Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I think it just depends. Like, right now I'm not paying anything. Yeah. Um, so if I just come back in, I don't know how they're going to do the renewal system because for a couple of years I had, like, one, like, this one pass. Yes. And then I couldn't renew it because I went on a trip. So I was like, okay, I'm I'll renew it two weeks after my expiration date when I come mm-hmm. back. And then it wasn't, like, the renewal system. Like, I had to, like, go through – I don't think, like, the whole process, but, like, half of the process Basically, again. like, get a new and I pass. Got, weird. Yeah, I got – like, I literally got a physical new pass, and it didn't – like, it had Annie instead of Ann okay. on it. Like, my birth name, A-N-N-E. Uh-huh. So, I don't know. The whole situation was really weird to me. So, like, I prefer to renew my pass just because I think it's yeah.
1: easier. But I don't really know how that would work. Yeah,
0: honestly. If like what they're going to do with like the renewal system. Yeah.
1: Side tangent, every single time I renew my pass, I, I put renew in quotes. You guys can't see that. But um, because <laughs> I do the like maybe a month after like my pass expired or like this last time I waited like six months or whatever to get a pass again. They always get mad at me and they're like, do you have your pass? And I'm like. I don't know where that is anymore like I didn't know that we we kept our passes I didn't know that that was a thing and it happened twice but this past one they had the new passes the like blue Mickey or whatever it's like the blue instead of the castle so they were fine giving me a new one and I was like okay guys that's my side tangent (laughs) (laughs) no
0: but I totally get that I'm I mean like sometimes I have like problems with like not them like i know they're all doing oh, totally. their best but sometimes i have problems with it with like the ticket window and i'll just be like i don't i don't understand why you can't just use like my old account for my new pass like it's like it's just stuff like that where i get yeah. confused i'd love to talk to someone i think i know someone who actually works in guest services okay. who i like don't really talk to but i'd love to
1: talk to just someone Just have and, like, it explained see what they yeah do. no totally. yeah i feel that i'm just be like so why so can you compl- why is it like please this? explain why there is this this issue <laughs> <laughs> right Yeah, but that's, I mean, with
0: the whole, like, passes and, like, having paid in full kind of thing, I genuinely think it's just, like, everyone's going to kind of do something different. And I don't really know what Disney's going to do as far as refunds go. I'd love to find someone who had paid in full and see if they did
1: get a refund and what they did about it. I'd want to know, like, how much they're getting back. Well, just imagine, like, what if the amount of time that goes by that this park is closed is the rest of their pass. And then, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's just like, I'm just <laughs> thinking. I totally Because I get feel it. like a lot of it is based on when it reopens, you know? And mm-hmm. if, like, I were to move next year, like, let's just say I move next January, right? At that point, I'm going to have basically an entire year of past left, maybe 10 months. But that's a lot more than I expected, when I said to move my date back in March, you know? So I guess what I'm hoping is that, like, when they actually re... I, They're probably not going to do this, and maybe I'm just going to get mad, but that, like, <laughs> that like when we know when the park's going to reopen, that that option could be altered. Yeah, I mean, I would love for
0: them to just be like, hey, I know we asked in March, but, um, like, if you've changed your opinion, like, here's the steps yeah. you can take. I mean, hopefully they'll send out, like, some emails or something like that. I also, like... I wish their emails were a little bit more informative It's I may be just wanting to know everything but like my email just like it just was a copy and paste of what was on the website under monthly payments and what you can do about your money and I would have preferred to get like more information I would have preferred first of all more in-depth detail but I also would have preferred had they just put like all the like if you also had a pass that was paid in full like I think it would have been easier, for, but that's just a me thing. They probably were doing the nice yeah. thing and not giving you a bunch of other people's information, yeah. so that might just. Well, be Well, even personal. if like
1: it was like something where you click on something and you can see the different things, mm-hmm. I think, in a not to get too touchy with like what's going on in the world, though another situation is, people's finances are going to change, you know. And, Mm -hmm. again, back in March, nobody knew how long this was going to go for. And so, what? It's been, like, three more. It's been, what, April, May. Okay, it's been, like, two months, two and a half, three. I don't know. Um, But people who have been out of a job for this long, they might have thought, oh, this is going to – we're going to be quarantined for a month. It'll be fine. When it opens back up, I'll have my job again. I'll be able to afford a Disney pass. Well, if this keeps going on, even like July, August time, what if people can't afford to have this pass, you know? So I just, I do hope that it's something that they bring in an account that you can like alter what you've already done as the time goes on. Because what we all thought in March is going to be very different than what we think at the end of May or anything,
0: you know? Yeah, I'd also like to see them offer an option for people to downgrade their process, which is something they don't currently do with Disney. Mm. I, a couple, I would say like a, probably about a year ago, I was, I had a boyfriend and we got him the deluxe mm-hmm. pass. And we were like, cool, this is gonna be awesome. We can go to Disney all the time together. And then very, very shortly after, less than a month after they announced the Disney Flex Pass. And we're like, Oh, this pass is cheaper, but it's 100% better. Whereas, like, the deluxe pass holders who are paying more can't even go to Disneyland at all this summer. They can only go to California Adventure on select days. People with the flex passport who are paying less could make reservations to go to Disney during the summer, provided it wasn't like a blockout date or they couldn't make the reservations. Um, So, we called and we like begged to downgrade the pass because we're like, this pass doesn't exist. And like, we're young college students, we can't afford this and um my boyfriend at the time like we went up to he went up to the ticket booth and like asked to downgrade his pass and they basically just said it wasn't a thing which is like fine like we couldn't afford it but we could afford it like it wasn't the yeah. worst thing in the world but with everything going on i hope they kind of offer that option for people who would still like to experience disney and go visit and see the magic but their financial situations different and they can't pay for say like the best pass that yeah. there is they can't pay for that anymore and they
1: want to get a flex totally. or something like that I do want, I want to talk about the flex pass for a second. And I don't know if I'm jumping around your notes. Annie has this whole episode planned out because I planned zero because I'm so good at this, guys. (laughs) But as you keep bringing things up, I keep thinking of things. So I'm going to kind of jump to Shanghai and here for a second. Shanghai's system, though, right now for everybody is reservations, right? Do you know our pass holders... Like a part of that? Like if you're a Shanghai pass holder? So I'm pretty sure you also have to make a reservation um as a pass there? holder. And you Okay.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't even know anything about their pass holder system. I know absolutely nothing. But I know that um in order to visit, they have to book like their time that they're gonna go there oh. too. Cause it like spaces out the crowds. This is according to a website wow. i was reading so if i'm wrong don't kill me but they do have to make reservations for like the days and then apparently the time too and it says guests must book timed
1: entry tickets online to space and mind you like i remember the very first day sold out or whatever the reservations sold out within an hour so every single one okay here is my thing i have the flex pass so my pass if you don't know and you're listening to this the Flex pass is pass <laughs> is based off <laughs> reservations. so there's good to go dates, dates that you can reserve and then block out dates. So there are certain dates for this pass that you can't go and it's typically or the only blocked out days are the very last two weeks of December. so basically every pass has that except for the very top one, right? And then as dates get... Reserved, they might get blocked out if too many people have done it. It just goes out, right? So my pass is based off of reserving days. So I am curious to see if every single pass is going to go onto the system, and if they do, how that's going to work. And I personally, in in my perfect world, in the w- perfect world of what Rachel has going on in her mind. I don't want pass holders to be allowed, not, not, not allowed in, but that, like, our start date of our pass doesn't start with the park reopening. Because I think it should be based off of people with park tickets and having them, like, reserve their days or whatever. Because I'm just going to be really sad if so many people are now having to reserve their days and I get kicked to the curb, you know? Right. So, I mean, again rachel's perfect world so
0: well as far as people with tickets go according to the disneyland mm-hmm. website if you have one if you have a one-day ticket that you bought or if you have a wholly unused multi-day so if you have like a five day or a four day and you haven't gone okay. at all once the park reopens you can use them for a future visit through the end of their validity period that's literally the quote "Hmm." is on their website i will read it to you (laughs) once the park reopens disneyland's non-refundable single day and multi-day tickets can be used for a future visit through the end of their validity period i'm sure that's more explained when you buy a one-day ticket i have bought one day tickets before but you buy it Um, like once i was also like yeah yeah so these are for if you like literally already had one and i'm pretty sure their validity period means like if you have a Uh, No, that actually doesn't make sense. But if you do have a multi-day, you can only go within a certain amount of days. So, like, if you have, like, a four-day pass, you have to go. And then I think it's, like, 13 days or something. You have to go use these other three days. But I think – I have no idea what this validity period is. If it means they're, like, extending the expiration date for you
1: or if they even have an expiration date, I'm not quite sure. My other question, you said if you have an unused like, five-day, like, multi-day ticket. So, if you've already used two of those days, do you not get your other three? So, I don't know, because that information is straight up not. I love that. Thanks, Disney.
0: (laughs) So, when I was looking for that one, I genuinely couldn't find it. I'd love to know if anyone listening got, like, a four-day ticket and only went for one or two. I'd love to know what happened with the rest of the
1: (laughs) Or do you get those days? I hope you do.
0: (laughs) Aw, but let me here I'm back on the
1: website yeah try to figure out what validity is should I look that up am I just dumb (laughs) (laughs) here
0: we go it actually has a link that I apparently didn't click on before oh it says it can be used until it expires except on like certain days so there's like blockout dates for it which totally
1: makes sense I think it just means until it expires wait they have expiration dates like, what if, that, what if that expiration date is the end of the year, and in a crazy world, we don't open up until next February? Are they screwed?
0: I mean, I'm assuming eventually they just let them have their money, but Disneyland, this is what's bothering me, is that, um, so Disneyland is very rigid about their non-refundable yeah. tickets. Like, when you buy a Disneyland ticket, you sign a whole thing, it's non-refundable, and it says, pretty much, like, it even says, like, what can I do with my ticket I already bought? And it's like, well, you're a non-refundable yeah. ticket. So they're very big about it. I wish that they would just let these people get their dang yeah. funds because people are buying one to five day tickets when they're coming from another yeah. place. And they kind of did a similar thing with the hotels. I didn't fully take notes on that because I feel like nobody <laughs> cares. Um, <laughs> like I, I did originally and then I was like no one wants to hear me spit out no, story facts about canceling your hotel. like kicked out. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so the thing is, is like with your one day ticket you can't refund it, but with your hotel reservation, uh-huh. they're waiving the change and cancellation fee. So you totally can cancel. I don't know if you get your money back, but you don't have to pay a for cancellation the cancellation fee. Hotel for the hotel, and if you change your dates, you don't have to pay like a change fee. Yeah. I mean it's do. not your fault. <laughs> no, and then it also said starting Monday, March thirtieth, wow. um, you can take advantage of Mm -hmm. a special disneyland resort offer which means it says here it says july 1st through december 31st you can get a disneyland resort offer with your hotel only like booking so if you haven't booked a ticket already you can like get a ticket but that says july 1st through december 31st and this was last updated may 8th so literally 10 days ago wild hmm yeah so I'm not quite sure what they're doing yeah. with that. I'm. That's a lot of details. I, that... If it were me, I wouldn't take any reservations right now because you don't know unless they were for like 2022 because you literally don't even know when the world is. Oh, happening. totally. But they're straight up taking calls about July 1st, which is next.
1: Week. I did see that. Did you see that people? If you go onto your Disneyland app. That it'll be, like, taking reservations for June 1st or whatever. And then, like, that got moved back. So, then it was, like, I think now July 1st. And people were just kind of saying, don't really listen to that because we don't know Mm -hmm. until, like, an official statement from Disney is, like, we're opening up these dates. Like, don't take those seriously, basically.
0: Right. I just want to say, like, Disney kind of did this a couple of times. Like, Disney did like oh we're opening April 1st oh we're opening this and I kind of want to talk about how that affected cast members so I don't agree with Disney taking reservations right now or like I don't agree with their whole like oh yeah you can get a discount June 1st through December 31st like it just doesn't make any sense to me but what bothers me is their lack of communication so when Disney first didn't know what they were going to do that's totally okay but they announced that they would be closed through march 31st that was their original statement in march and then march 31st (laughs) came closer and closer and closer and i have a lot of friends who are cast members so as april 1st came closer they straight up weren't getting scheduled like they didn't get any schedule of like what they were supposed to do and then i remember talking to some of my friends and being like oh so do you like is the park do you think the park's gonna open and they were like i'm sorry i genuinely have no idea and I was like, wow, that really sucks for you. And they hadn't just, they just straight up had no idea what was going to happen. Eventually, they didn't get schedules. And then eventually, Disney was like, yeah, we're staying yeah. closed. What I didn't know, however, was that the labor union, Workers United Local 50, <laughs> which, <laughs> yes. which represents over 7,000 cast members okay. at Disneyland, wrote a letter to the vice president of Disney Parks oh. and Resorts. And I did I read the full letter but it basically was you're not giving us any information are we going to be taken care of we don't know what's going on so like when this first started happening I got a call one morning um after things started closing and it was probably like a week after I had left work I worked the last day we were open and then only salaried employees were working I got a call and they said you're laid off And I was like, okay, as much as that sucks, like I would rather know this information now. And I was just watching my friends like struggling because like my friends that were Disney cast members, like straight up struggling because they had no idea what they, what was going to happen to them. So at first they were getting paid. I'm not sure exactly for how long, I think it was a few weeks or a month. And then eventually they all got furloughed and that was kind of unfair to them because like, had they just been like furloughed at the beginning or like had something else happened, like. Had they gotten more information, they could have done other things. Like, I was able to file for unemployment
1: immediately because I was laid off. And yeah, I knew was going to say that. Like, that's probably the biggest thing. I wasn't – I was furloughed immediately. And so I I knew from the very start that I was going to get my hours cut or not work at all. And my work did things that I wasn't <laughs> – they could have communicated better, but it was fine. <laughs> But I can't imagine, like, I can't imagine going into this and having your company be like, we're taking care of you, we're paying, it's going to be okay. And then a couple weeks later, just to be like, nah, like you're furloughed. So that is a little messed up. And obviously, like, the entire world's all about money and yada, 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 which sucks. And there's highs and lows within that. But there is a respect that you owe to your employees. And I think that situation lacked a lot of respect from like Disney to their employees.
0: Well, also the people making these decisions are much more better off than the people who are waiting for this decision to be mm. made. So whereas like people who are more likely salaried workers and more likely get more hours and are higher up in the company, they're making these decisions for attractions and for entertainment, who is getting paid less than yeah. they should, who, like entertainment getting paid like what? Yeah, they already had their
1: money issues. And, <laughs>
0: Yeah, and they don't know what they're going to do. And there's a global pandemic. Like, I just think it was disrespectful to not give them at least any information. I know it's Disney, and they can't give out a lot of information because, like, the second... They have so many cast members. It's not like they have a team of 10 yeah. where they could be like, please don't say this to anybody. They have like, thousands and thousands and thousands of people totally. working for them. So it's not like they could have just been like, okay, guys, we're reopening, but don't tell anyone. Or we're staying close, but don't yeah. tell anyone. They had to wait to, like, give
1: their official,
0: like, this is what we're going to do before they could go tell their cast members. Yeah,
1: I still think there's a better way they could have gone about it and, you know. Oh, absolutely, and they probably should have gotten their statements done a lot quicker. Totally, but it's in the past now, we're all jobless, am I right? (laughs) Surely I still (laughs) work, Right, well, I mean...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, like, in, in that letter that the union had sent to the vice president of Disney, literally, there's a quote from it. And they just said, what <laughs> is going on? Will we be taking, like, will we be taken care of? Because yeah. they had no idea. And, like, I mean, I feel like some things Disney does to their employees. This is, like, so wonderful. And I feel like you meet most people who work for the Disney company, and they're so obsessed with it and in yeah. love with it. But it's, like, it's stuff like this that's very frustrating because you're working with such a big company, and there's not, They have like their own secrets and like everyone cares about what's happening. You know, like when Disneyland closed, it was a really, really, really big deal. Like
1: yes, everything
0: else closed
1: too, but And the last time they closed was nine eleven. So it's like, whoa, whoa. You have something that's like doesn't close. I wanna be devil's advocate for a second though. And this was something like I said, I was furloughed from the start and you know, I'm I'm I mean, I'm considered an essential worker because I work in the food industry, so I, I'm on the front lines. No, I'm just kidding, but I'm <laughs> like, just I. Disney being a big corporation, they're just like in the, um, like they're in the media, so everybody's like, now they're furloughing their client or their employees. Bleh. But it's like other businesses are doing like crappy stuff too you know that they could be doing better and so it sucks what Disney did but there are just so many companies that are doing that that I on Disney's side I want to be like they did the best they could you know like it the situation just Mm -hmm. sucks like anybody who's being furloughed laid off you know it sucks so I think it's it's easy to point out like Disney did this in a bad way because we all like know Disney and we can put them out for it. But if we called out like every single business that is also doing this, it'd it be an awakening to everybody, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like I kind of operate in a way where I, I love communication. Like if I if something's going on, I'm immediately like, I'm like, yeah. let's talk about it. Like, let's get this. Let's get the ball rolling. Or like, I, I managed a team of less than 20 so like like I was on a management team for a sale like a staff of half of 20 or less than 20 and we anytime anything was happening whether or not it was like a maybe if it was something that they could know about it wasn't like oh we really can't tell them we were super open with them and then if it was something we couldn't tell them it was like the second we made our decision they were the first to know and it's hard for me to not be, like, frustrated with Disney, but it's a lot easier when you have such a small team, and you can just be like, hey, guys, this is stuff that you can't tell people right now, but this is what's going on with the totally. company, and we want you to know, but it's it's just not that easy when, yeah, when you're I, Disney, uh, you know, when I, when I don't even have to
1: say Disneyland it's or just, Disney Parks, I can yeah, just say Disney. And well, you know even exactly. then, it's like there's so many different denominations of what Disney is, you know, it's like you had the cruise lines shut down, mm-hmm. you had Broadway shut down that have to do with Disney still, so yeah.
0: Yeah. Well and think of every single Disney store like totally. everywhere.
1: They're all closed. Yeah, so.
0: actually I think a couple started opening up. I I have no facts, but I just
1: heard that Wonder somewhere <laughs> somewhere they're starting yeah. to open Curbside <laughs> Disney <laughs> store. <laughs> Magic to the curbside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: That'd be cute. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's just like what frustrated me about like the cast members is that they just didn't get a lot of details. But it totally makes sense that Disney had no idea what they were
1: doing, and there was just really a lot that, like, they couldn't tell them because they didn't even have the information And that's got to be frustrating that, like, in not small businesses, but smaller than Disney, that we can all talk to our managers or our supervisors and whatever and kind of get updates that cast members probably aren't getting. So it's it's definitely Mm -hmm. a different world, and I mean... Not to be like, well, you chose to work there, so you have to deal with that, but more like you kind of go into the business of Disney knowing you might not know all the facts or that you do end up finding certain things out that you can't talk about or whatever. But I I would be very frustrated being in a cast member situation where like you're not getting updated and that the news you're seeing might be from Twitter or YouTube that's like, what do I listen to you know so that's got to be irritating
0: oh absolutely and what's really frustrating and if you're listening to this please go to none of your cast member Mm -hmm. friends and do this but is that people especially people who like aren't really close with like cast members but they have cast member friends they go to them and like ask Mm -hmm. for information about Disneyland and like I've had my cast members complain to me because people will be like when are the parks reopened
1: (laughs) you're like yes because I know and they're I am Mickey Mouse (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly and it's like
0: well that's so unfair to them like you shouldn't be asking my friends in entertainment when the park's gonna open they have no idea and this is really hard for them and like a lot of my friends who work at Disney and like I feel the same way about my job that I got laid off from but it means everything to them and it just like it is just this Disney like is their whole life and like I mean I feel the same way and I'm not a cast member but like that job is like their everything and like for a lot of people it's really tough so to go up to a cast member and to just be like oh yeah when's Disney reopening I mean that'd be like someone coming up to me and asking like when my job's reopening after I literally got tired
1: like and that's and and it's such a different situation for them because you know I don't know if you saw that in shanghai like entertainment just walks around now characters they don't there's no meet and greets. Mm -hmm. they just walk around right so it's got to be upsetting that you know somebody who loves being in, in entertainment loves meeting the guests you know whatever basically can't do what they're so passionate about now and oh, exactly. I mean, I don't know about you. My job's fine, but I'm not passionate about it. You know, I'm just here for the money. <laughs> but um, I think that's where Disney employees and cast members, whatever, it's different because it's it is a different world, and they're like, their job is their life because they enjoy it so much and makes them happy. So yeah.
0: And I mean, I kind of feel that way about my job, just because I'm yeah. that kind of person, though. Like, I wouldn't stay at a job song so if I weren't passionate yeah. about
1: it. Call me um, out. <laughs> no that wasn't
0: <laughs> I just felt like I would get like I would just get bored yeah like, well I, I like my kind of job
1: real. for my co-workers I but you d- but yeah, yeah you
0: do like your job I'm passionate about like that part of my job but you're passionate totally. about like, your friends and your job and that's like a whole different thing um but like they canceled the parade and so like these people who like are very like passionate about like performing it's like all these parade if they're not doing something else, I don't know what, I don't even know if they're working. And, like, most of my cast member friends are in entertainment, just because I've been in theater my whole life. And, like, that's just the kind of people that I talk to. But my friends in entertainment, like, they they don't even know how many of them are still going to be working. A lot of people have been quitting. Like, um, one of my friends was telling me how upset they were, because their friend just, like, straight up quit. And their friends weren't there for, like, years and years and years. And they're like, I'm not no. doing this anymore. Yeah, it's, it's really sad. And, like, People are having to, like, make these big decisions. So it's really hard for cast members to have to go through this while being asked, like, when's the park reopening? Like,
1: what is going to happen to you? And, like, they don't know. They really don't. It's just people got to be more sensitive because it's such a weird time. Nobody knows what's going on, you know? Like, just because they work mm-hmm. for the company doesn't mean they have the answers. So, hey, everybody, PSA, don't It'd be, be Most of the time. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And most of the time, they don't have the answers. They have no idea what's yeah. going on. Okay, so yeah. I think we should switch gears um, and talk about maybe, like, what we think is going to happen for when Disneyland reopens, um, ex- like, guest expectations. Yeah. Are we going to follow the same guidelines as Shanghai? Well, let's talk Real quick, let
0: me tell you about some
1: of the guidelines that Shanghai. Go over them. Lay it um, on me.
0: Um, they opened on May 11th. Um, they canceled the parade, so entertainment walks around. As you said, they're not doing really, like, meet and greets or anything. As far as, like, social distancing and cleanliness, is yeah. cleanliness? Cle- <laughs> cleanliness. <laughs> as far as cleanliness works, in lines and cues and stuff, there's these, like, mats on the floor. I wrote purple. I, didn't I think you're
1: right. I purple, but
0: <laughs> there's just these mats on the floor. And they tell you. Do you see how they say, don't um,
1: stand here? Where in the States, yeah. at least here, it's like, stand here, you know? I just think that's so funky. Right. Not that it matters. It's like, it's, yeah, no, but it's like different because like, I, I feel like it, I don't know what makes
0: more sense to you. Like, I feel like I'd rather have a place where I'm like, yeah,
1: well, the, but I guess it's the same time that I had experienced those type of like floor blocks. I don't know. I was, I was in a GameStop Mm. (laughs) because I needed to change my (laughs) Animal Crossing thing, whatever. And it was literally like you were boxed in. But it made more sense. And maybe that was just because this was like the line for the register, right? But I don't know. It doesn't, it's not a big deal. I just thought it was so funky that it's like, don't stand here. Well, also in general, like, I feel like I
0: see like where to stand. But like, sometimes I just feel I straight up just see lines on the ground. And I'm like, but people don't follow. Yeah. It's just, that's a whole nother tangent Definitely. to go on. But anyway, um, so they have purple mats on the floor telling you where to stand and where not to stand they're leaving rows empty mm-hmm. on rides cast members are constantly disinfecting and kind of making a big deal out of disinfecting I remember like before my work closed mine we too a really big deal of showing yeah. that we were cleaning like um because I worked at a laser tag <laughs> place we like would go to the packs between every single game and we have these wipes and there's 40 packs so there's no way that like me by myself and then like my 16 year old girl I'm trying to train who's literally never had a job before there's no way we're wiping down all 40 of these packs and like the 45 seconds we have between like one game ending and another game beginning but like (laughs) we would walk around and like run around with like those wipes and like we've made a big show of like cleaning and I think Disney's kind of doing the same thing it's like making a big show of
1: cleaning so that nobody um, has anything
0: to say yeah, so between like rides, um, attractions, cast members go in and they like disinfect and like clean on Buzz Lightyear's Planet Rescue, which is like True. Astro Blasters kind of. I'm pretty sure you have like a little gun mm-hmm. or a blaster or something and but you have to wear gloves. The guests? And then whoa. Yeah. And then in order to visit, I like I said you have to book like a yeah. timed entry ticket and then you also have to show a green QR Shanghai health code which is the government's like color-coded way of tracking whether or not you're healthy and yeah. determining like whether or not you can expose mm-hmm. other people to it. So I'm not sure if Disney will do the same thing. If you do come kind of, like, with a negative COVID test or something, I'm not entirely yeah. sure. I
1: know that they were also doing the cameras that tell the guests temperature. So as they walk in through like a first bag check, basically, it's a camera that shows whether or not your fever's you have a fever or not. And
0: Mm, you're just like really sweaty one day you walk in. You're like, I'm sorry. I promise. I'm just a warm person. That's
1: interesting that you say that because I follow a girl who actually lives in Shanghai. So on Instagram, so she showed on her story that she was going through one of those temperature check things, not for Disneyland, but for her job. And because of the heat because she walked to work, she (laughs) was overheated and it wasn't that she had a, a fever. She was just hot. And so they could tell, like, they were like, you're fine. Go cool off for a second and then come back and do it again. So she went away, like stood in some shade and then walked through and then she was fine. So that's something that I'm interested to see how that's implemented here or even there, that if you are Showing a fever or whatever, like, how are they gonna go about that? You know,
0: well, I also feel like, kind of especially here, like, I mean, we're getting in the summer and we live in Southern California, Disney totally. is really hot. Like, I'm telling you, when I go in the summer, I'm wearing a tank top and shorts, yeah. a skirt, maybe, but like, there's no way I'm wearing pants, there's no way I'm wearing long sleeves. Like, it's it's hard not to overheat when you're literally just- And in even a tank that, box.
1: like, in the past for me, waiting in bag check, just scanning in the sun, that's, like, the worst thing you can do, right? So oh, yeah. my idea is, like, so many people are going to look- Imagine this in Florida. It's just hot all the time. No, so. it's
0: awful. Well, let me just tell you a little story about how hot Disney is. I'm still going on <laughs> a little tangent- Rachel, I don't know if you know this story. <laughs> I think you do. But one time um, I was visiting my friend. Um, We used to, like, once in a while we would drive together to his shifts because I didn't have a car. And I would spend the whole day at Disney. <laughs> and after, like, during his shift, I'd go meet him. And then afterwards we would, like, go on a ride. Or usually we'd just go back home, right? And one time I was there. Like, we, <laughs> we went. And I went to my favorite pasta place boy pizza and <laughs> pasta and I ate a pasta and like I used to eat a lot like really really big portions just because my mother I realized now because I asked her to make me lunch today and I looked down at my bowl she serves very mm. very big portions um so when I started like kind of making food myself or going out to eat I was like ordering less um and eating less so eventually i was just at the point where i couldn't eat the whole thing so you know when you start eating and you're like i can't finish this pasta well i'm at disneyland
1: and i'm like i spent like 12 i feel like i know where the story is going and i'm not ready for it
0: (laughs) (laughs) so i'm like i'm finishing this pasta i don't know if you know where the story is going it's not good um So I'm like, I'm absolutely finishing this pasta, and I got, like, a a water, and I was like, okay, I'll just keep drinking the water, but the water made me feel sick, because I was so (laughs) full of food, and I I start, like, walking, and it's a really Okay, this is not where I thought it was going. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) I I start walking through California Adventure, and if if you've been to DCA, Boardwalk Pizza and Pasta is (laughs) the furthest place from the entrance, and I'm walking to go all the way to Disneyland, to go all the way to Critter Corner, which is the furthest place from the entrance and so anyway I walk and I'm feeling dizzy I can hardly walk I blacked out while I was walking I don't remember the walk right main street never so I'm happened. walking <laughs> and I'm like oh okay, <laughs> listen, listen, let's get there um, so I'm walking and I'm like dizzy I keep having to sit down I'm drinking more water I'm like what is happening to me and eventually I'm like okay let me just try to go to the bathroom like maybe I just have to pee I've been drinking a lot of water and I go to the bathroom and I sit on the floor, and I pass out.
1: You did not.
0: <laughs> and I stayed passed out on the floor of the bathroom for,
1: like, at least 30 minutes. I was like, did no anybody you? Probably nobody it. realized, like, that stall was closed for that long.
0: No, literally. But I'm sitting on the floor, right? So yeah. he can probably see me. So I don't really know what was going on. But all I know is I woke up and I had missed my friend's set. And I was like, it's okay, I'll be at the next one. And then I
1: just walked out. Like I hard. needed <laughs> a nap for a second, apparently.
0: Seriously. But I sat down in the bathrooms next to the lockers in front of DCA, like next to yeah. where you can buy the cuties and stuff. So I walked the whole park <laughs> and then passed out. <laughs> Stayed passed out for at least 30 minutes. I think it was something more like 45 oh. minutes
1: or an hour. <laughs> and
0: then got up and walked to go meet you a You want to know where I thought your story
1: was going? <laughs> I would love to know you, I you was I thought you were going to be like, I bought this pasta. I'm going to eat it all. But you know what? I'm full right now. So I'm going to take it to go. And so, like, because of how hot it was, <laughs> that like, when you were going to re-eat your pasta, it was going to be just, like, perfect temperature because of how hot it was (laughs) I was like ready I
0: wish you could have like gotten a cup to go but I straight up was like (laughs) no I was like I'm (laughs) finishing this is a move though I've never felt worse than that honestly I've like never felt worse like I the whole time I was walking and I'm by myself I'm like not even 16 yet I'm pretty sure i like it was just a couple so, months after I turned fifteen. I'm walking um, around alone at Disneyland. I don't even have my freaking years permit yet. So
1: I'm like obviously like
0: Yeah, so I'm so
1: a little baby and I'm walking around and then I'm Dude, getting out. sick at Disney is kind of the worst. And maybe we should do like an entire episode on oh, just yeah, this. I absolutely. Had, Honestly, I had one I time where I stories. drove a girl and we were there and she didn't have her license. And I've I felt so sick. Like To the point where I just like had to stay in the bathroom like and just like sit because I was and I and I texted her I'm like I'm so sorry I don't know like my head I'm (laughs) and I did not think I was gonna make it home but we left immediately and I and I didn't die so one
0: time I told my friends that I was gonna go meet up with some other friends while we were there but I straight up just because I was feeling sick um and I didn't want to be around people at all but I wanted to like sit in the bathroom for like 40 minutes without (laughs) being like questioned without being like why were you in the bathroom for 40 minutes so I was like oh I'm gonna go meet my friends which like is something I've done with my friends plenty of times where there's actually other people there trying to meet me and like I know so many people that go to Disney so this isn't like a thing that my friends totally. would be like confused about but I've literally like sat in the bathroom and just like cried mm-hmm. because I felt so sick and then like went back out to my friends <laughs> after like everything was fine Wipe those I'm tears always away. the person to drive too so yeah seriously I'm always the person to drive so I don't want to make them leave early for me I don't want to feel like an inconvenience like I don't want them to be bothered by me so I just straight up like walked out and I was like hey guys like <laughs> <friends, I'm, I'm laughs> what did you guys do <laughs> yeah and I'm like you know I hate lying yeah but it no, was no, such no. a harmless lie that kept me from getting questioned <laughs> about the bathroom oh when I passed out I didn't tell my friend who I me that. until
1: years later and they found <laughs> out they like, I had no idea what?
0: and then they found out through a finsta post <laughs> that I literally posted on like my finsta and I was like hey guys story time one time I passed out
1: <laughs> you like tag <laughs> them you're like hey it was you I love I'm pretty that. sure I, I love that anyway so back back to what we expect of Disneyland
0: (laughs) I am not sure what I expect I'm I don't know how I feel about like reservations and like that whole system I kind of prefer that like it's the same you buy ticketing system but like it's just like significantly limited and like you know how sometimes the park hits capacity like on 24-hour Disney day or like Christmas and like I feel like they should just cut capacity off and every time park hits capacity they tweet about it so like it's not like you're not in the know I mean I don't check my twitter before going to Disney. I actually think thing, I have their like,
1: notifications on usually I don't know why I still do but oh, I do get it, so Yeah,
0: <laughs> but I would kind of prefer for it to be the same way without doing the whole like you have to make a reservation honestly like most of the time I go to Disney it's super like impromptu. And I'm just like, I literally don't want to talk to
1: anybody today. And I just go to Disney with a book and I think that's the thing that that makes me sad about the reservation thing. Like just for me personally, because again, like my past is based off of that. And yes, there are days that don't have that. But I was so looking forward to like you and I just being like, hey, it's a Wednesday night. Let's let's go. And I feel like that idea now has to be planned so heavily and that that's going to cause issues. So I mean, I, yeah, I mean- it's one of those things where I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cry about it because whatever happens, I can't fight it, you know. But it is one of those things that I hope they mm. take that into consideration.
0: Yeah, and I feel bad because I know I sound kind of spoiled. I'm like, oh, I just want to drive to Disney whenever I want. But also, like, I do pay a lot of money for my pass, and I work really hard for the money I bought. I spent on my pass. I do have the signature pass. It's not like the the big pass, but I pay for it, and I pay for Max Pass. And what I thought I was paying for was unlimited use of Disney except for three weeks of December and I was like cool perfect so like that's what I used my money for was being able to go whenever I wanted so like now that like I don't really have that freedom to just like because my school is so close to Disney too I've literally had nights where I've just gone to Disney after school and like I just straight up will like have days where I'm like I feel awful I want to go spend my day in a place that makes me happy and I go to Disneyland so it kind of sucks that like I won't if we do a reservation system, I won't just be able to, like, go, like, on a whim, or, like, my friends live in Irvine, and, like, which is a little closer to Disney from me, so sometimes I'll literally just be with them, and we're, like, Disney, and they're, like, yeah. I do know
1: that back before all this, for the Flex Pass, at least, for the most part, they said that people who would walk straight up to the gates be right there and be like, hey, can I get in right now, like, making a reservation? It'd be like, yep, your reservation's confirmed. You can go on in. So that's why the Flex Pass was always really good because the reservations were never difficult to, like, go about, right? But Disneyland's capacity is going to be cut in half or, like, it'll be, like, one-third of what it was and one-fourth. I don't know, but it's not going to be full capacity. Mm -hmm. So, yes, like, maybe that could be a thing, but you you have to account for the 75% or the 50% that are not going to be able to get in simply because the park's capacity is going to be like cut in some increment.
0: Well, right. And like suddenly every Disney day is going to turn into like a weekend, Mm. there opening kind of day. And like, because it's like a day that you have to plan for. And like suddenly every Disney day is going to be one of those days where it's like, Oh, I can't just go and spend two hours here because I don't know when the next day I can get a reservation. And that's,
1: that's just like, like, I I like those days, yeah, but I don't want them every single time. I've I've been there, done that. I'm done. I'm tired. Oh,
0: no. Oh, my gosh. I'm, honestly, yeah. it's like high school where it's like you go it every is. day from, like, opening to close. I used to have, like, weekends where I would go, like, Friday after
1: school, and then I would go Saturday from open to close, Seriously, and I would go Sunday morning. I'm a 20-year-old gal now. I'm tired, and I want to go at 3 in the afternoon <laughs> so that I can sleep. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, no, I, I want, I want
0: to show up no, at totally. five o'clock at night when I'm like re- literally only going to DCA, yeah. ready to party, and then going to Disney for like the fireworks and leaving it. It's closed. funny because that's what I
1: want. We went twice right before it opened or closed, <laughs> and one of the days we did an opening just to get on Rise, and thank goodness that we did that.
0: <laughs> honestly, I'm so glad. I've actually, so I've been on Rise of the Resistance. Three, Two or three times Telling. now. And we're going to do a whole episode on it. So we don't have to get on it right now. But I am so glad. That yeah, I went on I Before the Park. Cool. <laughs> Honestly my whole life would be different right now. I would have never had my obsession with Kylo Ren. Had I not gone on that ride. Also I
1: probably wouldn't have spent my
0: 4th. <laughs> watching every so it's good. single Star Wars
1: movie. The other thing I wanted to it touch on. Well. Is like the idea of wearing masks. In the park. And I talked to you about it. A little bit before and I thought it was ridiculous that people were getting Mm. upset over this that Disney is going to require masks but masks are required everywhere right now so why would Disneyland be anywhere different I mean honestly I hate
0: wearing a face mask as much as the next girl and I mean I don't have those really cute like little fabric ones that everyone is making and buying it's not like I totally get not wanting to wear a mask Mm -hmm. absolutely 100 percent But also, I would rather wear a mask and not potentially put myself or other people in danger.
1: Because I still work, I have to wear a mask every time I work. And something that just frustrates me so much is when people come into my work without a mask and act as though they're above the virus or like that my health doesn't matter when I'm the one, you know, serving them at the moment, but I digress. One of the things I was listening to once is that when you're wearing a mask, your oxygen supply actually goes down. And so imagine just being in Disneyland on a really hot day, as we've already talked about, and like your oxygen levels are just like just down a little and it's nothing crazy, but it is one of those things that like it, it's going to be something that people need to be cautious of. You can't be like running around, not that you're allowed to run anyway, but it's not something that you, you have to like, think about your breathing and how you're doing too. So it's just going to be a different learning curve, I guess, but it's, it's definitely a lifestyle we're going to have to get used to at least for a little bit. So I think people need to stop
0: definitely crying
1: about it. (laughs) And
0: I, I feel the same way about the breathing thing. I was actually going to bring something really similar up is like when I wear a mask, um, I already kind of, unless I'm like singing just because I've been trained to breathe differently. But like when I breathe in general, like I take very shallow breaths. Like I, (laughs) I talk a lot and I, I'm very, very active. So like my normal breathing is like very shallow, like very fast. So when I start wearing a mask, I yeah. always have a hard time breathing. Like, it doesn't matter how long I'm wearing it for. It could be, like, literally my five-minute my my, like, eh, my five minute trip in a Starbucks. And I I just feel like I can't breathe. Like, when I get back to my car, I immediately have to take it off. I have to, like, roll down the windows and, like, get air. And, like, yeah. I can't even drive because I have to breathe. But, like, that's just, like, a me thing. And, like, I just can't imagine, like, going to Disney and, like, going on a ride. Like, Autopia. Yeah. Or, like, Astro Blasters where you're, like, expending effort. But you, like yeah. – can't breathe you know like plus like it's the same thing like I don't know how I'd feel about wearing a mask on a ride like Space Mountain like I'm totally okay with wearing a mask on Snow White's scary adventures whatever right but I really 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 don't want to wear a mask on like Space Mountain I just don't I personally think like when the parks reopen I'll probably spend a lot of my time sitting on Main Street and a lot of my time only going on like baby rides,
1: yeah. and hoping that shows open, so because that's all I do. <laughs> Here's my thought. If masks are required, and you go on, like, Incredicoaster, say your mask flies off. <laughs> 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 what do you do? you out of Disney. Literally. Do you think hundred percent sell Disney masks? They already do in, like, Tokyo and everything. So. Yeah, so then, like, They'll probably just feel like, like You not have a to thing. Buy a that. I'm mask. not going to pay for that. Like, there's a part of me that would bring a backup mask. <laughs> you know? Well, I always have two. Like, I have two in my car. I have, like, the yeah.
0: fancy one that I know nothing about. And then I have, like, just one of those little cloth ones yeah. that you get in, like, packages of 50 that has been sitting on my dad's I have table one. for the past, like, couple months. It probably should be
1: cleaned. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you so, got to wear it to work. So There's a lot of makeup it on the inside like of that. it. I will say that so me too I don't know. it'll just be it'll be something know. we all have to get used to at the end of the day it's not worth complaining about because I think we all need to think of each other's safety rather than like a selfish point of view on it in my opinion that's my opinion mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> <laughs> no but I totally get that because
0: like like I said when we first brought it up like I would so much rather be safe yeah um than be sorry basically like I I'd rather have to deal with a mask and totally get over it rather than like not wear a mask and then my whole
1: entire family. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. What else do we want to talk about about what we hope for Disney? I just hope that just kind of like, I guess it's not a hope for like what Disney does, but just like society in general, you know, just takes everything with a grain of salt and isn't too pissy about things like we're all figuring this out. This is my PSA to all you listeners mm-hmm. out there <laughs> on our on our yeah <laughs> the random on our first favorite episode. anchor. <laughs> Be nice everybody we're gonna get through this together. Absolutely and I did
0: want to say like um, something I wrote in my notes was that like when I was reading the articles like taking my notes it seemed as though guests so far in Shanghai have been like fairly respectable and people are like respecting not being around other families respecting like the boundaries of Um, like the mats on the floor and the social distancing on the ride I don't think a lot of people are causing problems obviously this pandemic is kind of splitting the world so some people are going to go to Disney and yell at a cast member who asks them to put their mask back on and then some people are going to wear their I hope that if people like don't put it on they can
1: just get kicked out immediately (laughs) sorry (laughs) no yeah (laughs) be compliant like this is for like health reasons you know we're not trying to die like annie right now <laughs> Oh, no
0: yeah i mean i just hope i just hope people are respectful please be respectful of
1: cast yeah. members is my main thing um they are really just doing their best They're yeah nobody's not trying to harm you just in anything like nobody's them. against you in this i just get so heated i'm like just be nice yeah. we're all in this together we're, all sorry, I was doing dance the together. all together dance. All right. <laughs> what, do you have anything else you want to bring up, talk about? No, I know I'm good. I'm good. I think else? we covered it. All
0: right, everybody. So thank you so much for listening to our first episode. Catch us next week. I'm sure we have plenty of things to talk about. I, think I forgot next what we were talking about. We talking about, about Magic happens new parade oh yes we are we actually little teaser we saw magic hey. happens the day it opened and we'll have
1: plenty yeah. to talk about about that first day so you guys can follow us on our instagram it is at pixie dust discussions the exact same name as our podcast and that's about it you know we'll figure out this intro or outro thing at some point <laughs> all
0: right everyone thank you so so much for listening and we can't wait to put out next week's episode see you then bye
1: (laughs) do we cut off do we do we cut out the like long like (laughs) silent laughs we're gonna have I think that's it. Yes.